Hey, it's Chica, and I'm so happy that you chose to spend some time with me today. No matter where you are or where you're going, thanks for letting me share a little bit of weirdness with you. Number five, Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Good morning, it's Chica, and if you're thinking, people aren't getting divorces, that's great, that's so awesome. Why aren't people getting divorces right now? DivorceAnswers.com revealed this shocking new study that found that one in three Louisiana couples who want to separate say that soaring inflation is keeping them together for the time being. I'm sorry, what? So basically, this study also said flying solo in Louisiana is so expensive, folks have decided, hey, let's stay together. And it's not for any romantic reason other than we can't afford to not to. I'm sitting here and thinking, is that the only thing that's saving our marriages in Louisiana? Like, you hear people going, hey, we went to counseling and, you know, we started seeing a therapist together and that's kind of what kept us together. How sad would it be if 10 years from now people go, we hit a rough patch and we couldn't afford to divorce each other and, well, we learned to tolerate each other, so here we are. I mean, you don't want to stay with somebody for that reason, right? I mean, is this the point that we're at, though? Inflation is getting so crazy high. Um, we're not making more money at work to obviously be able to compensate for everything else. So we're just all deciding, well, might as well stay unhappy and be able to still pay the bills. Is that is that where it's at for everybody? Is that why everybody's still living at home with their parents? Is that is that what we're doing? Shreveport Bossier's Shreveport number one hit music channel. Good morning, I'm Chica. And I remember before I turned 30, I was feeling some type of way. Like, the 29 to 30 jump was weird for me. I had called off an engagement. I'd had my heart just shattered. I remember thinking, I don't know if I can... Uh, 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 30 is going to be the toughest year. It wasn't. Surprise! <laughs> but I remember feeling like such a failure going into 30. And then I read this article and I'm thinking, ooh... Your girl's got more failing to do. <laughs> so a poll found the top 40 things that you should do at least once by the time you're 40. Um, okay, let's talk about traveling, right? Uh, visit other continents, go on a cruise, go whale watching, see a Broadway show, see some of the seven wonders of the world, fly first class at least once. I will say flying first class pre-COVID was epic. During COVID was, eh, there was no point in doing it. Um, Living arrangements. This one was interesting. Have an apartment in the middle of a city. Live outside a city. Buy a house. Have a mortgage. Okay, have you accomplished those before 40? Career stuff. Earn a degree. Reach management level. Get fired. Oof. I've never been fired, but oh my gosh, I'm so scared of that. That is like one of my biggest fears. Start a business, land your dream job, volunteer and save for retirement. Check this one out. Relationship stuff. Here are things that you should do before you're 40. Fall in love obviously was the number one answer overall. Over all the, the 40 things you should do before you're 40, fall in love was there. Also, have a one night stand was on there. Have your heart broken. Zero out of 10, do not recommend. Just throwing that out there. Um, get married. Have a kid. 
What is that one thing that you're determined to do? Maybe you already turned 40 and you're like, hey, this is what I, this is what was one of my missions. I accomplished it, super pumped about it. Uh, I want to hear from you, but also if you're not 40 yet, what is on your must-do list before you're 40? Now I'm curious. Now, do I need to create a list? Because now, I mean, I'm already failing at half this list, so, I mean, why not go full throttle with it? Day 94.5, Shreveport, Bozier's number one hit music channel. Hello, my name's Chica. I would like to formally come out and um, announce that I will be applying to go work for Sam's clothing department. Uh, Also, Walmart's clothing department. Obviously, Sam's owned by Walmart, right? I went to Sam's and see, when you get to be my age, you start to realize that Sam's has some freaking awesome clothes for sale, okay? Before you start judging me, they got some amazing flannels this year. I mean, they got it all going on, okay? So go out there. I'm pumped. I'm like, let me look through everything. And, you know, they're like, it's almost sweater weather. So I see a sweater. Obviously, it caught my eye because it looked almost like, was it a Patagonia? Was it a North Face? Like, so if I see that, I'm going to want to pay close attention. And I get up closer to it and I start, I just start laughing because surely somebody else there is going to laugh with me, right? There is this beautiful, like, just a mountain range, right? Think of a sweater, plain gray sweater, and then this beautiful mountain range with every color imaginable. Just the beautiful sunset in the background. And then it's, it's this mountain range and it has a deer. And under it, it says, Louisiana, (laughs) the Bayou State. Who is in charge of approving this? Who said, hey, no, 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 don't put a swamp. I know we're putting the Bayou State. Don't put an alligator. Put something beautiful, like put Montana in the background, you know? Make a Yellowstone Z, you know? I'm sitting here going, who approved this? And who said, yeah, this is absolutely genius. Let's do it. I would formally like to take their job. I promise to double check. I promise to look up and be like, hello, um, the Google. Is there mountains? Is there a big mountain range in Louisiana? Will Louisianians start roasting us on the internet? Yes, absolutely. If you haven't seen this hilarious photo, check it out now. We're like a fail. K945.com. Connect with us. Four five Shreveport Bozier's number one hit music channel. Good morning, it's Chica, and I feel like I gotta justify myself. I'm not petty, I really am not. But I apparently this weekend there's this guy that my friends really want me to to date. That's a nice way of putting it. Um, we kind of all fit in the same crew, and we've hung out a few times. But obviously, I I'm not gonna date him. There's multiple reasons. Well, I finally was asked by a group of like three girlfriends. We're all hanging out because they're all dating, you know, they're all dating the friends. And they said, so what is the main reason? Like, what is holding you back from dating this dude? I said, dude, he doesn't have a place of his own. Like, I understand that he is in between. I get it. I get that he is in the middle of building. This building is probably going to take like a year to do. I'm not going to...
to be dating somebody or in a relationship with somebody that doesn't have their own space. This girl says, that is the pettiest reason I've ever heard. And I looked at her and said, that's petty? And she said, yes, you are extremely petty because I said, hold on, hold on. I said, before you keep going, you're calling me petty for not wanting to date somebody that doesn't have their own space. You realize that they're going to be in my space at all times, right? If they're living with their parental units, what are they going to want to do? They're going to want to escape. And my apartment's kind of fun. My dog's kind of cool. My dog's like the best cuddle buddy. I don't want somebody in my space because they don't have a space. Does that make sense? I, I feel like I feel like that's a realistic thing. Like, listen, we're 30. <laughs> like, uh, uh, get it together. Figure it out. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't feel like I'm petty on this one. 320-9436. Um, I asked a buddy of mine, what is the pettiest reason that you won't date somebody? And she said, I once turned down a date because he had the same last name as me. We weren't related, but obviously it was super weird. And also, I didn't want people to think I was dating my cousin or something. She goes, I mean, we are pretty close to Arkansas. <laughs> That's messed up. 320-9436. Uh, what is the pettiest reason that you won't date somebody? Hi, this is, um, I have a dating story that I completely walked out of. Wait, hold up. So you literally got up and walked out on this date? Literally got up and walked out. It was horrible. I met him inside of the restaurant. We sat down and I kind of have a thing about tattoos. And he looked like in his profile that, you know, he wasn't covered in tattoos. Literally, the guy was covered from head to toe. Sat down for about five minutes, told him I needed to powder my nose, went to the restroom, and then I bolted. So obviously him being covered like head to toe in tattoos was like a total turnoff for you? I don't hate tattoos. It's just I, it's, I was just surprised. I guess. So basically too many tattoos, your petty reason you won't date somebody. Yes. Okay, so I want to hear from you. 320-9436 Obviously, if I'm getting called petty, let's put it out there. Petty reasons why you won't date somebody. The pettier, the better. Let's try Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. It's Petty Chica hanging out with you this morning. Apparently, I'm petty. Uh, I got called petty this weekend because I told a group of girlfriends, I guess I should back up. There's this group that I adore. And everybody's kind of coupled up except me and one other guy. And everybody's been like, so what's holding you guys back from dating? And I mean, he's a good guy, but he lives with his parents. Um, he moved in with his parents to start building this beautiful home. Cool stuff. Hasn't started building it. Like, And I'm sitting here going, all right, cool. Like, I wish you all the best luck. You could you could get an apartment for yourself or something while you while you wait. I, I'm I'm just not gonna date a guy that doesn't have his own space because guess what happens? I've had girlfriends that have dated dudes that are living with their parents. Guess what happens? The dudes move in. And then I see my homegirls picking up the slack. They're they're paying the bills. No, absolutely not. Like, no, I'm not going to date somebody that doesn't have their own space. I got called petty by the group of girls. I think one of them understood where I was coming from. She goes, no, that makes sense. Like, it's just, I, I don't know. It's 
you want to talk about a petty reason I won't date somebody, I think that's standards, okay? Petty reason I won't date somebody, if he can't grow a beard. I'm not talking a patchy whatever, no. Shave it if you can't grow a beard, sir. I'm a Latina. I think I could grow a better beard than you. I I don't want to compete with you. 320-9436, or you can message me inside the free K945 app. Alyssa in Shreveport said, pettiest reason I won't date a guy. Check this out. His apartment smelled like pickles. I love pickles, but the smell was unbearable. What? How somebody's apartment smell like pickles? Um... Okay, so we got uh, Sarah Bozier said he literally only ate at three restaurants, and that was it. Dilla's, Grub Burger, and Rotolo's. He also only cooked the same two meals. After a couple of weeks of me trying to convince him to eat outside his comfort zone, uh, he basically told me it wasn't going to work out. So I guess that was a petty reason he wouldn't date me. Well, yeah, I I think he got dumped by a picky eater, homegirl. Good riddance, though. Who, Who wants to date a picky eater? That's not even petty. At this point, that's not petty. Men with long or longish fingernails. Seriously, it looks creepy. That's Tori and Bozier. I will agree with that. Dudes with long fingernails, That it does kind of creep me out. I don't know what it is. Blake and Houghton said, ooh. <laughs> Blake and Houghton, you woke up and cho- chose violence this morning. Okay. If she has more than one baby daddy, walk away, my dude. She's making a living off getting pregnant. So, obviously, that is his petty reason. She has more than one baby daddy. He, he ain't going for it. 320-9436, or you can always message me inside the free K945 app. I want to hear from you. Pettiest reason you will not date somebody. Keep up with the vibe. Treveport Bozier's number one hit music channel. Good morning. I'm Chica, and we're getting petty this morning. I got called petty this weekend because I refused to date a guy for one simple reason. Um... He lives with his parents. And it's just it's just not going to work for me. I'm 30. Okay? I I don't have time for that. I've been living... I, I moved out of my parents' house when I was 17 and a half. For me, people that live at home with their parents, I get it. Stuff happens, but we, we got to reevaluate. You're, you're just not for me. So after getting po- called petty, I said, well, let's discuss reasons why, you know, we're all petty. Let's just open it up. 320-9436. Also, inside your free K945 app. K945, what's the pettiest reason you won't date somebody? Well, I had a date that went on one time, and I, he didn't get a second date, but it was because he, like, apparently had a deformity with his hands. Okay. And had he been honest from the get-go, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Um, but, yeah, he, like, purposely hit his hands in all his photos on Tinder, and, yeah, he didn't get a second date. So, so what was it for you? Obviously, would you have dated him if, would you have gone on the date? Like, let's just be straight up. You, me, and everybody else. Um, <laughs> would you have gone on that date if you saw those deformities, or would you have kept swiping? Uh, because, you know, it's about a, a personality to me. I mean, yeah, looks don't hurt, and he was very good looking. It's just, you know, he. I went back and looked at all of his photos that he had posted, and he purposely, like, the way he would pose in those photos was to hide the deformity. So did your friends hear about this and call you petty? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Iggy in Bozier said, so I won't date anyone younger than me. 
One guy was one day younger. I just couldn't do it. Well, uh, don't say it out loud because you get hated on. Dude, there, there are gentlemen that are super good looking that have hit me up. And I just can't do the whole like anything more than five years age difference. I feel you on this one, Iggy. Uh, not as intense as you, though. K-94-5, who's this? My name is Annie. Annie, what is the most petty reason you won't date somebody? My petty reason for not dating somebody that has bigger hips than me. <laughs> if, if they if have bigger has, hips than you, you need to be the Shakira yeah. in the relationship. You need to be the J-Lo, I take it. Absolutely. <laughs> have you ever... Wait, 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 wait. Have you ever been approached by somebody that had bigger hips than you? Yes. How'd you shut it down? I have. It was a co-worker. So I just kind of... I don't think co-workers. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. There you go. Allie just messaged in actually on my Snapchat and said, Sister, you got boundaries. That's not being petty. Going back to uh, what started, I guess, this argument. I have some friends that really are determined for me to date a guy, but he is in the middle, apparently, of building this this home and does not have his own space, living with his parents. And I said, I don't, I've seen what happens to my girlfriends that date guys that are living with their parents. The dudes end up moving in and mooching off of them. I, I don't want that. Petty reason you won't date somebody, 320-9436. On air. 94.5 Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Good morning, it's Chica. And when it comes to relationships, I'm going to hear everybody out. I love my therapist, and sometimes she tells me things that I'm like, you don't have to be so rude. And she goes, no, I just stated a fact. So I, I feel like relationships, conventional wisdom may not always be the wisest. Is that is that fair? There are certain relationship rules or sayings that we've heard time and time again that we just take them as face value because we've heard them so many times. It must be true. But now relationship therapists and, and couples therapists are coming out to say, yo, 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 these things that you've heard for so long, like quit, quit thinking that they're legit. Don't go to bed angry. Ooh, I heard that one growing up a lot. While many couples do swear by it, this rule simply doesn't work for everybody. In fact, forcing yourself to stay up and keep hashing things out, even though you're worked up and it feels like your head is spinning, can make an issue more difficult to resolve. It's okay if you or somebody needs space to cool off after an argument with your partner and they said sometimes that means going to bed angry. Okay, I hear that. Um, rule number two, you need to have, you need to fold the laundry. Mm-hmm. A certain time, uh, like, you know, we're going to fold the laundry twice a week. Um, folding the laundry should be a way to connect with your partner, not something you feel pressure to do. And they said, you know, if, if you're like, oh, we got a quota. They said, your relationship's going to be doomed. And they said, you got to remember that your urge, your drive to fold laundry is going to fluctuate dramatically. Um, and they said that when you basically are like, hey, these are times we're going to fold laundry. These are the days. They said that it doesn't allow you to have open dialogue around folding the laundry and what folding the laundry means for you as a couple. Interesting. Okay, this one is one that I know you've probably called me out on. We probably called each other out on this one. Don't date somebody with baggage. Well, newsflash. Obviously, everybody has some emotional baggage. Um, but 
They basically said if you're if you're looking at somebody and you go, hey, they got too much pain or trauma in their past, and how they dealt with those hardships is is not the way I would. So I really don't want to go with it. Um, they said, hey, listen, couples counseling is a great benefit here. So if you did date somebody with baggage, and maybe they got some of their own trauma. Couples counseling is super, super important for both of you to learn how to work through it together. When I say baggage, I just... Somebody with kids for me. Yeah. But then somebody said, whoa, whoa, whoa. If he's your age and he hasn't been married or engaged before and doesn't have kids, does he have problems? And I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, love this one. Household responsibilities need to be split 50-50. So domestic labor... What's fair is not necessarily equal, and what's equal is not necessarily fair. This is coming from Ed Rodsky, uh, the author of Fair Play. Um, they said it's it's not whether both partner takes on the same number of tasks that determines their marital satisfaction. It's whether each person fully owns the items they agree to tackle. This author said owning includes not just doing, but also the emotional labor that each task requires the forethought, the planning, the remembering when, the how, how to get the job done without excessive oversight or input from another partner. We've talked about that, right? Where sometimes you feel like your partner isn't pulling their their weight when it comes to household chores and you start to resent them. Mm. Hey, we got a lot more of the relationship rules you can totally ignore. The things that you and I have heard for so long, we just took it as face value. I'll share those with you next. Hitting the J45, Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Good morning. My name's Chica. Talking about the nine relationship rules that you could totally ignore. This is all according to couples therapists. They said, we've heard all these things and we've just taken it as face value because we've heard it so many times. They said, these are the rules you can ignore. Rule number one, don't go to bed angry. Rule number two, you need to have, you need to fold the laundry X amount times per week. Rule number three, don't date somebody with baggage. Rule number four, household responsibilities need to be split 50-50. Which brings us to rule number five. We've gone over the first four. The relationship is over if someone cheats. Woo-hoo-hoo! Right, we've all heard, like, if, if somebody cheats, it's impossible to repair a relationship after infidelity. Others split up because they're worried about judgment from friends and family. I know that if I got cheated on, that'd probably be my number one thing. Like, talk so much smack. Definitely don't want... I mean, there's so much embarrassment with that, right? Um, A lot of therapists said, hey, listen, in many cases, when both partners are committed to working through it together, couples can heal and become even stronger after an infidelity. Don't be cheating on me, though, to become stronger. Let me just throw that out there. Rule number six, if you love somebody, you always put their needs for uh, first. Um, apparently, too many relationships fall apart because one partner neglects their own needs, so they prioritize their partners instead. You end up resenting them. Oof. Mm-mm. Rule number seven, pick your battles. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I live by this, though. I'm always like, mm, that's not a hill for me to die on. Um, so a lot of this therapist's clients said that they worry voicing their needs will make them seem confrontational, aggressive, or nagging. They'd rather ignore what's bothering them than risk rocking the boat. 
And this therapist said, quote, my recommendation is to begin by changing the language you use to describe difficult or tense discussions. Framing these conversations as battles can result in showing up with a defensive or critical demeanor. Similar to two boxers going ahead, head. Don't forget that you and your partner are on the same team. Interesting. Okay. Rule number eight, you have to be into the same things. Uh Uh-uh. I get it. You got a shared passion for the same football team, maybe. Um, Maybe you both love riding bicycles. Uh, Maybe you both love hot yoga. Point is, having different interests doesn't mean the relationship is destined to fail. Uh, These differences can be beneficial. They might give you a window into another perspective or way of life. Plus, maintaining your own interests and hobbies adds some healthy independence to the relationship. I agree with that. The last rule, rule number nine, if your partner really loves you, they should be able to anticipate your needs. No, I'm learning this. I'm learning this too. I don't know if you have. Some people expect their partner to know them so well that they should be able to predict what they want or need in a given situation. When their partner falls short, they take it as a sign of incompatibility or disconnection. Whether or not they can magically read your mind is not a reflection of how much they love you. This is what the therapist said. And I, I had this conversation recently. with I'm not in a relationship with him. Um, my, my neighbor and I just have all these real life conversations and he said, you know, he said, <laughs> life gets so much easier when you tell somebody what you want and what you expect out of them. And that's so true. How many relationships have I just let fall the wayside? Because I'm like, you know what? He didn't know what I was feeling and he should have known. No, Chica. Gosh, you sound like an idiot. Of course, if I would have known this, you know, five years ago, right? I I wish I would have. But anyways, the nine relationship rules you could totally ignore, according to therapists, up inside your free K94.5 app. Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Good morning. It's Chica waking up with you. And I guess we know the secret now to making sure your man stays happy in a relationship. Gentlemen, we found out what it takes to keep you happy. And it's lying to you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So a new study found that men tend to be happier in relationships if if they think that they're the funny one. Researchers talked to about 150 couples who'd been together an average of seven years, asked how happy they were, also asked about the role that humor plays in their relationship, things like how often they joke around, how funny they think the other is. In general, men are happier if they at least think their partner sees them as the funnier one of the two. Uh, The study also found humor is important in general. And the average guy actually laughs at his wife's jokes just as much as she laughs at his. So definitely want to make sure we we throw that out there. If she's laughing at your jokes, gentlemen, laugh at hers too. But secretly, men think they're slightly funnier and they hope their wife agrees. This takes me back to a conversation you and I had not long ago where it was a comedian came out to say, you know, I thought that once I got rich and famous because I, I got the looks, right? She's gorgeous. She's this tall, beautiful blonde. And no, it's not Chelsea Handler. Uh, they said, she comes out to say, I thought once I made it that guys would find me more approachable and guys would find me more attractive. But she went back and, you know, talked about a study similar to this one where guys actually don't prefer 
women that are funnier than them. So, ladies, are you single? Are you going in a cuffing season single? Maybe we just got to laugh at more jokes. I'm kidding. We don't make ourselves smaller to make somebody else feel bigger. Uh Uh-uh. But if you want to stay in a relationship and you want to keep him happy, laugh at his jokes, make him feel funny. I can't believe I'm sharing this with you. I... But what if he's not funny at all? See, there, there's a problem. What if he's not funny at all and we keep encouraging that bad behavior? Out of 